You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. You've just tuned in to Changing Lives, and I'm so glad that you're here. We are changing lives with the Word of God. I want to share with you today, uh, dealing with a clear perspective. Uh, in a previous podcast, we talked about um, getting focus and dealing with the power of focus. And we talked about attention and distractions. And I think it's important for us to understand the different dynamics of focus because that way we'll know uh, how to govern our lives so that the enemy won't steal from us. And so um, when we think of a, a, a perspective, perspective has a whole lot to do with focus. If you just look at it in a, as a natural analogy of a camera, um, uh, if you're trying to take a, 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 a photo um, with that camera, you can have a subject and you can even have a subject that you're focused in on with your lens, you're focused in on that. But if there are other th- barriers, other things that are happening, such as maybe your lens is fogged with oil or grease or smut or something like that, or maybe there's something you know that that got on your lens, and so that could cause uh, a, an impaired focus uh, or vision of. Uh, of the subject. So you could have everything focused correctly. Everything looks like you're doing what's right. But then th- those things that can blur that focus. And I relate that to things that may, you know, we may have experienced in our lives, whether it's good or bad. Um, you know, there are things that can go on in our lives that we can experience that can cause our perspective of how we see things to be off. And so one of the stories I, I remember in, uh, in, in Numbers 13, when um, Joshua, you know, uh, was getting ready to go, well, well, Moses was sent the 12 spies to go spy out the promised land. They had just crossed the Red Sea and he had given them instructions, go check out the land, go see what's what's going on. You know, um, what does the land look like? You know, the vegetation, the people, you know, their, 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 their culture, their, you know, what's going on, you know? And so he sent these 12 men and they went and they were there for, for days. I, I, I don't know if, I think it may have been 20, 30, 30 days or so. And they returned back. And it was interesting of, uh, you know, that the report that was given was from a different perspective. Two of the spies had one perspective totally different than the other 10. And so if you remember that story, they came back and they said, yes, it's, it's, it's a land that's flowing with milk and honey and the grapes are just Oh my goodness, it's just lush and, and big and just oh my just good. And and they got this and they got that going on. But then immediately the 10 of the spies began to shift their perspective and begin to share how but you know the, the 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 they're strong and they and 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 they have all these things going on that that can work against us. Well, Joshua and Caleb, they were like, 
Let's go up at once to possess this land. But the other 10, they were like, no, we can't do that because we're like grasshoppers in their sight. I mean, they're giants in the land. You know, and so and so their perspective was totally different. What happened? It was experience. It was relationship and all those different things that played into that perspective. And so when you look at Joshua and Caleb's perspective, they were mentored by Moses. And Moses had encounters with God that, you know, you know, he was God's friend. I mean, he, 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 he God showed himself to, to, uh, to, to Moses. And, and so, so Joshua and Caleb were trained intently by Moses. And so they had the spirit of their leader to be courageous. I mean, come on, you think about what Moses had to do as a leader, how he led the Israelites to cross the Red Sea. He led them through dealing with all the plagues and all of that. And, and now he comes to this place where now, God, the promise that God had given him that about this land that they had heard about for years and years, and now they're right at the brink of being able to possess this land. And so Moses had already instilled into Joshua and Caleb, you know, a you know, the courageousness that they needed and and the tenacity and the drive that they needed, the focus that they needed, you know, to 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 conquer things. But there were some the other spies, they didn't have that training. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they, they weren't focused. Uh they, they they didn't get the right perspective because they were focused in on the wrong things. Their perspective was off. Joshua and Caleb had courage. The ten spies were cowards. Josh and Caleb had faith in God that God was with them. The 10 spies, they were looking at the giants. They were thinking, you know, they're going to overtake us. No, but if God be for us, who can be against us? They did not have that perspective. And so oftentimes I've heard, you know, uh, you know, Bishop, he would say, you know, how we don't see, you know, through our eye, with our eyes, we see through our eyes. And, 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 and then that saying, what he's saying is, is based on the experiences and the things that we have gone through will cause us to see the way we see. You know, and so, you know, so actually seeing something in front of you is totally different from being able to see with perspective the perspective. And so if you've had different experiences in your life, if you've had, you know, uh, trauma that you may have experienced in your life, if you've had different things to happen to you, you know, that just really um, were negative things. Um, maybe people mistreated you. Maybe you had abuse in your life. Maybe you've seen um, people, be, um, you know, betray you and uh, all kinds of different things. And those are things that can cause your lens to be blurred, blurred, from what you're focusing in on. And so you can snap pictures all day long, but the result of getting those pictures and and being able to uh, reap the benefits of snapping that picture You'll, you'll lose it. I mean, how many times do we, you know, you you take your, your maybe your iPhone, you know, just whatever. I know for me, <laughs> many times, you know, I snapped away and then I go back and look and say, wait a minute, that it looked focused, you know, in that little box. It looked like I had it. And I said, like, what's wrong with the picture? What's going on? What's wrong with my camera? 
But then when I turned it over and I looked and I saw, oh, I got smut on on my lens. I got all this stuff, you know. And so that's what we have to begin to to recognize that we want to make sure that our our, our lenses are clean. I mean, I, I think of this another analogy of this pastor that ministered this message, and it was a very powerful message. And he was talking about, I believe he was probably talking about perspective, and because he used this analogy of, you know, how you have glasses. I I, I actually wear glasses myself. I, I um, uh, use it for reading and also for seeing far away, so I probably should have them on now. But anyway, I'm trying to be cute. But anyway, so the, the, the example about glasses. And he he was talking about how when we have different people that go from church to church to church. And what happens is perspectives begin to change, to begin to get blurred. Because when you go from one church, he talked about how you have your lens on. And then if you don't cleanse your soul from whatever. you Maybe you had church hurt. Maybe, I don't know, something went wrong or whatever. But if you don't forgive and release and, and, and start with a clean slate, maybe you move on to another church and you still have all that baggage. It's just like keeping the, the original glasses on. And then now you're going to another church and you're putting another pair of glasses on. And then what happens? You immediately begin to lose focus. You're looking at the subject, but you're beginning to lose focus. And that's how perspective is. And then God forbid you go to another church and you did, you have hurt in that one. And then you go to another church. And then what do you do? You add on another set of glasses and then it makes it even more than to the point where you think, oh, well, I have glasses. Glasses are to help me see. But you got to realize that you have too much of, <laughs> you know, you're trying to focus in too much because you have those different layers of glasses, which are different layers of perspective, which is different layers of circumstances and situations and things that have happened to you. And so so you have to really um, allow the power of of, 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 of redemption, forgiveness, and all of those things to fall into play because it messes with your ability to focus. And so getting the right perspective is key in our walk so that when you have the right perspective, then you're able to get that clear vision. Come on, how many of us want the will of God in our lives? Well, if you want the will of God in your life, if you don't have a clear vision, then you will never be able to tap into his perfect will for your life. You know, and so so if your 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 perspective is 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 marred, is 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 it's it's blurred just like the 10 spies. They they weren't going to go into <laughs> the promised land because they were afraid. They were looking at all the circumstances and situations and they were scared, you know. But Joshua and Kay was like, look, God has been promising this to us. We can clearly see, yeah, this, this is a challenge. We're up against some things, but I'm going to move forward. We can take this land. We can do this. God is with us. God is on our side. And so, so you have to really look at that, all right? And so in Colossians 3, 2, this is a good scripture to kind of help us, you know, as far as perspective. It says, set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. In the Amplified version, it says this, and set your minds and keep them set on 
what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. Things are going to happen. Situations are going to happen. But what are the higher things? God. We're Christians. So what is our focus supposed to be on? God. We're Christians. So what is our perspective supposed to be aligned with? The word of God. I mean, something as simple as righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is doing the right thing according to God's word. You can do the right thing all the time. It may be the right thing to do in a situation, but is it righteousness according to God? Because we can say, oh, well, I'm making this decision because it seems like the right thing to do, you know, or I'm, I'm going this way because it seems like the right thing to do. You know, sometimes we follow our emotions. Sometimes we follow the crowd. And just because the crowd is going in that direction and because it's a large crowd does not mean it's the right thing to do, you know? And so, so, but when we, when our, when we set our affections on things above, when we set our affections on righteousness, then listen, things such as, you know, abortion, is that righteousness? No, that is the opposite of what God has ordained to happen in the earth. When there's lawlessness going on, you know, no matter how it may seem like it's justified, wrong is wrong, and God does not deal, God does not set lawlessness in the earth. He sets the law so that we could have boundaries to govern our lives so that we can live prosperous and enjoy enjoy and joyful lives. So so we got to look at our perspective and see what is our perspective blurred by? Is it blurred by circumstance? Is it blurred by trauma? Is it blurred by opinions? Is it blurred by what other people are doing? Is it blurred by the popular opinion or the crowd? What is it blurred by? Is our perspective which should be on God. And so we can clearly see if we're in the word, if we're in God. And sometimes if you don't know the right thing to do, what is righteous? What is the righteous thing to do? Then what do you do? You go to the maker, the creator, the higher power, which is God. And you say, God, show me the way. God, show me what is the right thing to do. And so when you go to him and and he shows you the right thing to do, then you're able to flow in righteousness because that is what God does. He flows in righteousness. And so when we set our minds, okay, and we keep them set on what is above what, what is above and not on the earth, not on the, 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 the trauma that is going on, not on the, 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 the devastation that is going on, not on the plague that is going on, not on the, uh, uh, the unrest that's going on. No, we, we keep our affection set on God. We keep our hearts set on him. And then he shows us how to handle what's going on in the earth realm. Amen. So that's a powerful thing. And so just like with 
Joshua and Caleb, their affections, their mind was set on, no, God gave me a promise. No, God said he's with me. No, God said that, that, that there's nothing too hard or too difficult for him. No, I think back about how he's helped us to cross over the Red Sea on dry land. And so these are things that Joshua and Caleb did. They kept their minds set on the things that were, uh, that were above and not on the things that were right in front of their physical eye. That's a powerful thing. I want to also share with you the message version of Colossians 3. This is actually Colossians 1 through 2, and it says, So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which God presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from his perspective. That's good. That is so good. So we want to see things from his perspective. So when we're not, you know, there can be all kinds of things going on. You know, I mean, you can have people that's, you know, deal, you could be dealing with sickness. You could be dealing with, you know, uh, poverty. You can be dealing with all kinds of things. And, and if your eyes are constantly shifting to those things as opposed to what, what's God's perspective in every situation, then you're going to be, you're going to be filled with anxiety you're going to be filled with worry. You're going to be filled with doubt. You're going to be filled with fear. It's going to be, you're going to be all over the place. You won't be able to focus. And so, but when you're set on, okay, God gave me a promise that he, that he will protect me. God gave me that promise in Psalms 91, where he says that he that abideth in the secret place of the most high. Hallelujah. That he's going to keep us. He's going to keep us from falling. He's going to keep the plague from coming our way. He's going to guide us and lead us. Hallelujah. He's going to send his angels charge over us. Glory to God. I mean, never have we seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Those are things that he's going to do for us. Hallelujah. And then the Lord tells us, how when we seek ye first the kingdom of God, all of these things shall be added unto us. You know, we're dealing with certain things. I mean, the election, all kinds of things going on. We don't know what side to be on. Come on now, set your affection on things that are above on righteousness and you'll have a clear vision. You'll have a clear answer. It may not be the popular choice, but it will be God's choice. So set your affections on righteousness, not on necessarily, oh, well, this is the right thing to do. The right thing to do may not necessarily be righteousness. There's a difference. And so, 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 you know, so seek those things that are above. Keep your eyes on God. God, who do I vote for? God, you know, how do I handle, uh, uh, you know, uh, dealing with racial injustice? God, show me how to deal with this thing, not out of my emotions, not out of my feeling, not out of my intellect, not out of my opinion, but out of your righteousness, your way of doing things, your perspective. You cannot lose when you are locked into God's 
perspective. When you are locked into God's perspective, he sets you up to hear things, to reveal mysteries to you. Hallelujah. That has been given unto us to know. Glory to God. But when you're all over the place, you can't lock into what God has to say to you. You can't lock into working out your own soul salvation so that you can be in the will of God, not in the will of the popular vote, not in the will of what everybody else is doing, not on the bandwagon, but on God's way of doing things. That is what pleases God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, so, so we have to get ourselves focused. I mean, Paul, he had such a focus. When you look at Paul's life, what a focus Paul had. I mean, it was incredible. And, and, you know, and so he had things, I mean, he started out his life where he was persecuting the church. He was killing Christians. He was, he was doing all kinds of crazy things. He had a uh, the Max, Damascus Road experience, he got saved, he gave his life to God, and just as intent as he was, you know, and killing Christians and being on the other side and being used by the enemy, he was just, just that much more intent on being focused on the purpose that God had for his life after he gave his life to the Lord. He was focused. And he said, even in Philippians, it's a popular scripture that we hear about. It's even for our, you know, for, for those who are connected to Mount Gilead, to our apostle, Apostle Thompson, how he has given us this, this scripture as this is our roadmap for this year. Philippians 3, 13 through 14 says what, saints? It says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What is that prize? His will, his perfect will, righteousness, everything that he set before us that is life for us. Glory to God. So you got to forget those things that are behind. You got to ask for forgiveness and you got to give forgiveness. Glory to God. And then now that you're free, now that you're able to move forward, now you can focus in on the target, the prize. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So keep yourself free so you can focus in on the target so you can have the right perspective so you won't have any hatred in your heart for anybody, black, white, or otherwise. Glory to God. Keep yourself free with the perspective that God has for you. And so I'll leave you with these things. You know, the last thing that I want to share with you is dealing with the characteristics of a, fo a focused person. The characteristics of a focused person. These are some things, okay? The characteristic of, of, of one of the characteristics is that they don't do trial and error. Trial and error. Well, let me try this out. Let me see. No, there's no faith in trial and error. Okay? And so you're just going to try this out. I'm going to see how this works out. No, 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 no. When you have God's perspective, you charge forward with faith. God, I'm believing you that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God, I believe, I'm believing you that you are with me, that you will never leave me nor forsake me. God, I'm believing you. I'm moving forward. I'm putting my faith on this. I'm focused, hallelujah, with your perspective. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so a person that is focused, another characteristic is that they will stick to the will of God, whether it's convenient or not. 
whether it's popular or not, whether everybody's for it or not, they will stick to the will of God. And what is his will? I mean, if you don't know, get in the word of God. You will find his will. Find out his will about healing for your life. Find out his will about uh, about your marriage. Find out uh, his will about how we ought to uh, 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 interact and, and connect and love our brother and our neighbor as ourselves. Find out about his will so that you won't have the wrong perspective. But when you know his perspective, the characteristic of a focused person, hallelujah, is one that will stick to the will of God. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how tough it gets, no matter what seems like is being depleted, no matter what seems like you're losing out on, doesn't matter who walks out on you, you're sticking to the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. And so, and so those are some of the characteristics of a person that is focused. It doesn't matter the season. It doesn't matter what season it is. It doesn't matter. We, we're in a season where we're dealing with a pandemic. His will still will be done. His will be done in the name of Jesus. You're going to stick to it. The will of God is still healing. Hallelujah. It doesn't change. I don't care how big and bad COVID-19 may be. It doesn't matter. His will is that he wants us to be in good health. Hallelujah. That he desires for us to be healed uh, and to receive the healing that he already laid out for us when Jesus received the the, the lashes on his back. So it is his will. So we get his perspective. We get his perspective on peace. We get his perspective on, on everything that concerns our lives. So I say to you, get a clear perspective, a clear perspective. And that is God's will, God's way, his righteousness. Amen. I know this message has been a blessing to you. And I pray that with the decisions that you have to make in these upcoming weeks, days, months, whatever it is, that you gather yourself and that you make sure that your lens is not blurred by circumstances, by hardship, by trauma, by hurt, by pain, um, by disappointment. All of those things will blur your perspective. Okay, even with weariness, because you can be believing God for something and you can have his perspective, but then weariness can set in and it can blur your provision, your, your vision on God's perspective for your life. And then before you know it, you're thinking, well, God's forgotten about about me. Well, well it's not going to happen. No, the devil is a liar. It will happen. But you just keep your lenses. Keep it clear. Keep it clear so that you can see God's perspective for your life, for your family, for your church, and for the world around you. Get a clear perspective in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want to see your comments and also share this message because you know it's been a blessing to you. Let it be a blessing to some other people too. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.